Welcome to our podcast. Let's talk with Dennis Martin, where we talk about real life issues. Let's join the podcast. Well, tonight I want to talk about, very brief, the love of God. You know, um, sometimes uh, as I listen at uh, the church world today and listen at things that um, are said today, sometimes uh, if I wasn't saved, I would wonder, it would make me to wonder if God really, really loved us. If he had love for us, I would, I would somewhat be in a place that I would sort of, um, maybe turn away, uh, probably from the church and probably from what I hear, because I don't hear a lot of times love displayed. Sometimes we talk about love when it is a thing of just loving, uh, to the extent that we love for our gain or our benefit. Uh, if someone is, uh, if we are, I guess it's, it's like a gang, uh, uh, in a gang initiation, they, they, they say they love you, but because you're in the gang, they love you because they're trying to bring you in or recruit you. And a lot of times, I think sometimes even in church, we misrepresent the love of God. And uh, if we really hear a lot of things, we would think that, and I've said this before and I'm going to say it again, we would think that God has a anger management problem. We would think that God is sitting around looking to destroy and kill everybody. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, we should strive to do the right thing, to live holy, to live right. And uh, But sometimes the way the love of God is displayed or put on display, it's not very, uh, it's not representative of his uh, love and his, what he, what he really thinks about us and what he really says about us is not really displayed. I think we, we have to deal with that because it's not uh, really put out there the way it should be. So when we start talking about the love of God, we have to talk about first in, in, in the first place we want to start is one of the most probably uh, notable scriptures that uh, we look in and find in the scripture, and that's in uh, John uh, 3.16. When we read in that John 3.16, that is probably one of the scriptures that everyone knows. And listen what he says. Let's read the 15th verse. He says that uh, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And then he goes on and say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I want you to hear this, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now, when we talk about the love of God, we don't really display his love a lot like we should, because he says, 
God, for God so loved the world. That means the whole world. He loved them. When we think about uh, the world, we are we are just locked in to a certain region, or we're locked into a certain place. And what do you mean? We're, we're locked into that place that we just believe that, all right, this is uh, God so loved the world and he does love the world, but the world is not just the United States. The world, when you talk about the world, the world is way bigger than just Texas or California. We live in the USA. And so we think Sometimes when we talk about God so loved the world that we're thinking only in America, but God loves everybody in the whole world. So the scripture said, God for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And then the next part for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And so part of the love of God is not always the condemning. Sometimes we do a lot of condemning. We, we, are, we have become masters at condemning not only the world, we condemn one another. We have uh, some people that is their makeup, that is their thing. If, if they're not condemning people, they don't feel like they're doing ministry. If they're not condemning people, if they're not, uh, you know, getting up and, and jumping on people, they don't feel that that's good. And I know there are other scriptures that tell us uh, an open rebuke is better than secret love. I understand that. But now when we start dealing with uh, this thing of condemning, sometimes we are pushing uh, the the thing where we're sort of pushing uh, the world back and pushing things back from where we should be. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. But why did he send him that but that through him, the world might be saved. And so when we talk about the love of God, it is through his love that we're drawn to him. And so when we start thinking about how much uh, we should deal with God's love and how much we should deal with him loving us, we've got to deal with the whole thing. Now notice, uh, the Bible says in John chapter 15, and verse 13, and I think that we need to uh, look at that. John 15 and verse 13, he says, uh, Greater love have no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Greater love have no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And so when we talk about the love of God, we've got to also deal with God's love for our love for God, but we've got to also deal with our love for each other. And, you know, we, we, we talk about we love God and we know God loves us, but our love for God is predicated sometimes on how much we love each other. You can't love God 
who you haven't seen and hate your brother. You, you can't do that. It's impossible for you to love God and then hate your brother. You, you can't love him without loving me. You can't love him without loving somebody else. And so he says, the love of God, and we've got to deal with his love. When we start thinking about how much he loves us, when we start thinking about how much he cares, and we start thinking about how much he really uh, loves us, he tells us in Jeremiah, let's look at that and uh, for a few minutes, Jeremiah chapter 31, and I think that this is uh, another one that's important. Uh, and he says concerning his people, when he talked about his love for Israel, when he talked about his love for those that were, uh, and, and you got to understand Israel, they were God's people, but they were not the kind of folk and the people that were always in obedience to God and his commandments. And we know that God dealt with them in many ways, many times, and many of them passed away and did not receive the promise. We got that. But God had a love for them, and he still has a love for them. God had a love for them that he began to talk about. And even in Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 3, he says, The Lord has appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Listen at that. God said, I've loved you with an everlasting love. Not, not the love, not, not the love that, you know, we, we display. He, he says there in Jeremiah 31 and three, I have loved thee with an everlasting love, everlasting love. That means, uh, unconditional. I, I love you when, when you, when you don't do right. I love you when things are not in place. I love you when, when, when you just, I, I still love you anyhow. I, love you. And I love you. He says, the Lord appeared unto me and told me that I have loved thee with an everlasting love. I've loved thee with an everlasting love, an everlasting love. Amen. An everlasting love. I, I've loved thee with an everlasting love. And I'm, I'm glad that God gets to do that and not people, not you, because, you know, people fall out with you over some of the dumbest stuff and fall out with you over some of the craziest stuff. They fall out with you over some of the most ignorant stuff. But he says, I want you to know that I love you with an everlasting love. Watch this. Therefore, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. That's the thing about the love of God. When God loves you, he says with loving kindness, have I drawn thee? Because I understand that I, I, I need to be able to draw you in. And sometimes we don't display the love of God to each other and even to the world. We push people further away than we bring them in. And we think we're doing God a favor. And God is saying, no, he that win his souls is wise. You got to know how. You got to know how to correct, and you've also got to know how to bring them in. It's like your children. Uh, you don't. You don't always condemn your children for everything. There's sometimes you got to go a different approach 
a different route and they'll get it, but you just got to do it a different way. And so you you got to be able to understand that. You got to be able to know that, that, that sometimes those things are displayed. And so he says, with loving kindness, have I drawn thee? The thing that I used to draw you was love and kindness. I want you to get that. The thing that I used to draw you was love and kindness. Amen, somebody. The thing I, 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 I did to show you was love and kindness. And a lot of times where we make our mistakes at in the world is we uh, push people so far back because they don't feel no love from us. They, they don't feel no love at all. They don't feel nothing lovable coming from us. Nothing lovable coming from us at all. And that's unfortunate that they don't feel any love and kindness. But I'm so glad he, he loved us with an everlasting love. And so let's, let's keep uh, noticing this because the one thing that we recognize about God is that he loves us, but he just didn't start loving us. See, this is why we, we have to be mindful of how we do because we we try to, you know, act like, you know, we we got all this thing going now that God loves me now because of 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 who I am and God loves me now because of what no, you got to understand that God loves you and he loves me and he just didn't start loving us. This this love that God has for us didn't start yesterday. It didn't start because we got saved. It didn't start because we got born again. No, it, it didn't it didn't do that. It it didn't start because uh you know I got saved uh way back then. No, somebody said, well, I got saved 30 years ago and, and got no back up because way before why you would why you wouldn't even in church, why you were not a missionary, why you were not a preacher, why you were not a, 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 a praise leader, why you were not an apostle, a pope, a, a potentate, whatever, whatever you were are, before you became that, notice what he said about his love in Romans chapter five and verse eight. But God commanded his love toward us, commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us while we were yet in our foolishness, while we were yet doing the stuff we were doing, Christ died for us. That's what he says. While we were yet, he didn't say why after you, he said, no, while you were yet sinners. We got to remember that all of us were sinners. We're sinners saved by grace. And we were sinners, but while we were out there, he loved us. And we got to stop acting like, you know, well, no, no, he loved us. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God commended his love toward us. That while we were yet sinners, he said, I'm going to let my son die for you. 
I know you're not right. I know you, you don't have no plans on being saved, but I'm going to let him die for you anyway, because that's how much I love you, even in the state you're in. Are you listening to me? Even in the condition you're in, I still love you. And I know it, it's, you know, uh, that's sort of hard for some time for us to swallow. But that's what, but, but he says, that's where he says. And he talks about love. Let's look at 1 John chapter 4. And uh, let's, let's look at this for a minute. And I'm, I'm moving on. Um, 1 John chapter 4. And let's look at, uh, let me, let me find the verse I'm really, um, I don't want to read all this. I'm going to give you, I'm going to read bits and pieces of it. First John chapter four, verse seven through 21. Please, uh, please do that. And, 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 uh, you, you'll get that, but I'll read some of it. Um, and, and that is, uh, verse seven, beloved, let us love one another for the love of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, watch this, who is God? Who is God? Oh, we say he's a lot of stuff. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Nisha. He's Jehovah Shalom. He's Jehovah Roha. He's, he's Jehovah Elihim. He's Jehovah this. He's Jehovah that. He says here, amen, uh, that we know it. If you love, if you don't have love, you know, not God. And then verse eight, the latter part, for God is love. Oh, did you hear what I said? He said, for God is love. So if you don't have love, the love of God, not just loving God and God loving us, but if we don't have love for our fellow man, he says, you need to understand God is love. God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. He says, you know, God is love and you need to understand that. Uh, and if God loved us, he says, I'm, I'm moving, skipping. Beloved, if God so loved us, we are also to love one another. Now, notice what he says. No man have seen God at any time. You ain't seen God. You feel him. You hear him speak to you. You talk to him. Uh, you, 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 you haven't seen him face to face. You remember Moses wanted to see his, his glory and God wouldn't let, let him see. He said, Moses, you can't see me. I, I can't show you my face. I'll let you see my hind parts, but you can't see my face. And, and he passed by. So none of us have seen God face to face. Oh, come on, talk with me tonight. He said, nobody, no man, in verse 12, have seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us. And his love is perfected a perfect in us. How be now we that dwell in him and he in us because he has given us by his spirit. 
So he begins to tell us about his love. And then he goes on to say to us that verse 16, and we know and believe that the love of God have to us, God is love. Here goes expression again that God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. He that dwelleth in love, he said, if you dwell in love, then you dwell in God. He says, you've got to understand. He says, he goes on to talk about it. Verse 18, he says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear has torment. And he that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. That's why we love him is because he first loved us. Glory to God. And so when he started talking about this love thing, we, we've got to have a love. Now watch this. Verse 20 is what I want to really drop in on you and, and, and get you tonight. All right. So let's look at this because verse 20 is what I want to get to here in 1 John chapter 4. Notice what he says. If any man say I love God, ah, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. You know, and people say all the time, oh, I love you. Sometimes they don't mean a word they say because action speaks louder than words. You if you say you love me, your actions should match up to your wording. Mm, that's, that's another conversation for another time. If you say you love me, your words should match up to your actions. If your actions don't match your words, then you're just a sounding brass and a tingling cymbal. You just got words, empty words coming out your mouth. Because your words should match up to your actions. He said, if you say you love God and hate your brother, you are a liar. And he that loveth not his brother, whom he have seen. Well, I promise y'all I ain't going to be long tonight. Who he have seen, how can he love God who he have not seen? Remember, we just read the scripture earlier there in, in this same Chapter in verse 12, he said, no man have seen God at any time. He says, you know, if you had, you hadn't seen God, you hadn't. Somebody said, well, I seen God. No, you didn't. You felt him, but you didn't see him. You felt him, but you didn't see him. So in verse 12, he said, no man have seen God. And then he gets down to verse 20. He says, how, if you, how can you love if you don't love your brother whom you have seen, who you see every day, who you communicate with every day, who you talk to or walk past every day. He says, how can you, if you don't love your brother who you have seen, how can you love, love God who you have never seen? I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you how I love you more than anything. And Lord is saying, uh-huh, but <laughs> you, you, you don't love your brother 
and you see him every day. So how can you sing to me about a love and you've never seen me? And this commandment have we from him that he who loveth God loveth his brother also. Now that's what the Bible said. I didn't, I didn't put it in there. I didn't write that. I didn't say it. And so I need y'all to get this tonight. He talks about this thing called love, the love of God, him loving us, us loving each other, us loving other people. And so we've got to really deal with love. Now let's look at something because I want us to, to get this and, and talk about this love. Now let me, let me say this because I don't want y'all to think this. Because we talk about the love of God, we don't compromise and we don't, you know, throw the word of God out for anybody, whether they're church or not church, but we still have to love people. There's a way that we approach people, whether in church, out of church, whether sinners or backsliders, whether those that are, that are, that are, that are struggling, there's a way we approach people. Sometimes there's heart love, and then there's sometimes you've got to know how to deal with people. And so when he deals with the love, he says, when we deal with each other, you can't love me and you don't love each other. And then while you were yet sinners, I, 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 I died for you. But then we talk about love. Let's look again. Let's look in 1 Corinthians and uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And uh, he talks about charity uh, and and those things. And uh, the things that he, he talks about, one of the things he, he deals with, and I won't read all this. Some of you, you can read it uh, starting in verse four and read down uh, to the other verses. Um, I want to read, well, he talks about charity. Let's, let's read some of it. Charity suffers long. It's kind. It envies not. Uh, it, it, it's not puffed up. Charity is not something they don't, they don't, it, it you know, when you, you got uh, charity, you got love, you don't do things. You're not puffed up. It does not, uh, he, he talks about, does not behave itself unseemly. Seek not its own, is not easily provoked. Think of no evil. Uh, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. He said, charity never fails. If there be prophecy, they'll fail. Tongues, they'll cease. Knowledge, it'll vanish away. All of these things will go away. He said, but you got to understand that these things and love will be here and it will abide and it brings about faith, hope, and charity, those three, but the greatest of these is charity. The greatest of these is love. So we've got to learn to love each other and love one another. It Love beareth all things. Uh, you know, when you really got love, you think about it. And I know some of you are not going to agree with this, but let me help you out tonight. When it says in verse seven, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Listen how he says that love beareth all things. Sometimes love bears stuff that, that normally people wouldn't be able to take. Love beareth all things. Love beareth all things. Love, love, love takes the weight of stuff that normally 
other people wouldn't bear when you really have love. And God has bared, his love has bared us a long time. Amen. And then he says, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. All love endures. It, 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 it takes some time to endure some stuff, but that's what love does. And so we have to understand that. Now, let's look again. Um, uh, well, I got to I got to get this and uh, let's let's look at. Let's see. Let's look at Proverbs, because that's that's the one I want to do. And I, I this is why I want to help you to understand we're not compromising, but we do need to understand, uh, you know, things and 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 things. Now, watch this Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 12. I need y'all to get this Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 12. Notice what he says. Uh, Hatred stirreth up strife, but love covereth all sins. Didn't say that it, it will not deal with the sins or not correct the sins, but love does not put everything on front street if you really love somebody now some of us got that strange kind of love and what i mean by that we if if your friends or somebody close to you do something you love them behind the scene and you don't put none of their business out but some of you because you you they're not your friends or they're not in your thing. You put all their business out. And you don't cover. Sometimes we have to uh, cover because here's again, when we talk about sins, let me help you out because I already know where your mind has already went. When he says, uh, love cover for all sin, I ain't covering up for no sin. And where you immediately went to, is sexual sins. That's where the church mind always goes. That's uh, unfortunately that is where our mind always goes. If you if you listen to that, a lot of people, you would think the only sin in church is sex or some dealing with sex. So we're not talking about sexual sins. We're talking about all sins. Love covers all sins. You could have a person that uh, could could be struggling with. Uh, uh, alcohol or whatever, and you 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 love them and you cover them until they get themselves together until the Lord brings them in. So love covereth all sins, and and we need to understand that we 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 got to get stop getting hooked on that one sin. You know the major sin of the church that we everybody preaches about and talks about, everybody comments and make posts about is sex. I don't never hear nobody making posts about gossip, lying, backbiting, being two-faced. I don't never I don't never hear nobody talk about that. No nobody says anything about that. Busy body in other men's matters. I, nobody. And yet we'll condemn one and put it on front street. And we actually doing the other stuff that the Bible told us not to do. 
And so we, we have to, we got to deal with this love thing and the love of God. We've got to, we've got to, we got to do it properly that we will not, uh, you know, put it where we, we act like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to just deal with that. And no, you got to deal with the whole thing. You know, you got to deal with the whole thing. Amen. Somebody. All right. Let me move on. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm getting in trouble here. And, uh, uh, somebody said, Pastor, come on, tell this truth tonight. All right, let's look at uh, Leviticus 19, this Old Testament. Let's look at Leviticus 19 and 18. I want us to read that tonight. Leviticus 19 and 18. And the B clause, the latter part, uh, he says, but thou shall love thy neighbor as thyself. Hmm. Lord, I gotta, I, I guess I just need to, you know, deal, deal with that. You got to love your neighbor, he says, as yourself. The love of God tells us that we need to love. God has loved us. We were created in, in his image. And in his likeness, and God loves us. But he says, you know, if you're going to love, if your love is going to be right, not only toward me, but toward uh, other people, you got to love your neighbor like you love yourself. Some of us, what our, our problem is, is we don't love ourselves. And whenever you don't love yourself, it's displayed on how you treat other people. It's displayed on what you say and what you do. So we got to we got to love one another. All right. And so he said, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, let's go back to John chapter 13. And I'm closing, y'all. I'm coming to an end. John chapter 13. And let's look at verse uh, 35. Well, let's look at verse 34, because I need to get this. I need us to get this thing about God's love, God's love for us and our love for uh, each other. All right. Uh, John chapter 13. And let's look at verse 34. Want us to get this tonight. He says, a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you. He said, I, I got a new commandment I'm giving you, that you love one another as I have loved you. Through all our craziness, through all our ups and downs, ins and outs, he said the same way I loved you, that you also love one another. That's why sometimes you, you can't be slamming folk because you know sometimes you slamming folk for the same stuff you did. Or worse. And now that you 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 got it together, now you want to slam them for stuff that you did that was even worse. And some of the stuff you did, it wasn't when you were sinners either. 
is when you were saved, you did it. And watch what he says. Verse 35. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Here we go. He said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples. No, 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 God, don't, don't say it. Don't even, don't even put it that way. Verse 35, he said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples. Well, how are you going to know my disciples? If you have love one to another. That's got to be wrong. That's not correct. That's wrong. I'm, I'm, I, we're going to read that over because that, that, that's wrong. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you wear a clergy collar, if you are a bishop, a pope, an elder, a superintendent, if you are a district missionary, if you are an apostle, a prophet, if you are whatever these titles we got. All this stuff where we done put it and got and put in. If you, if you, they're going to know you my disciples by the way you dress. They're going to know you my disciples because your dress hit the flow. They're going to know you my disciples because uh, you don't wear no makeup, no lipstick. They're going to know you my disciples. Oh my God, today. They're going to know you my disciples by this stuff you're doing right here. That's how the world's going to detect that you, that even the world is going to detect that, that you are, you belong to me. That's how they're going to look at you. When they see you in the store, they're going to say they, they saved. When they see you in the place, they're going to say they saved. When you're on your job, they're going to say they, they saved. They go to church. That, that's how they're going to know that you are my disciples. By this stuff, they're going to know you're my disciples because you got a Bible in your hand sitting up on the desk. That's how they're going to know you, my disciples. That's exactly how they're going to know. He said, no, that ain't, that's not how they're going to know. They're going to know you are my disciples if you have love one to another. They're going to be able to recognize the God in you who is love. Remember, God is love. They'll be able to recognize the God in you because when they see you, you've got love one to another. It's hard to recognize it without love being displayed. We don't display love. We, we really don't. I mean, I know we talk about it, but we don't. We, we, we say we love, we love, we love, but no, 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 no. We love the lovable and we love who we want to love. And we love those that, that are beneficial to us. Hmm, I said a whole lot then, I better leave that alone. I said we love those that are beneficial to us. As long as we get benefits from them then we love them. But if we're not, they're not benefiting us and we're not receiving something from them, then we don't love them. And there's some people, they, they can't give back 
some things to you, even uh, material-wise. But we still got to love people, even if they're not, as we say, on our level. We still got to love them. Amen. Now, let me read these. I, I got, I'll probably have to have to do part two to this next week. I, I definitely won't be able to finish this. And so let's do part two to this next week. So I, I'm not going to be able to finish it. And my time is getting away from me, but uh, we're going we gonna to get to this. So let's, 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 I got two scriptures, uh, two other scriptures I'll read. And then uh, I, I'm going to leave this alone because I it's, it's no way I'm going to be able to finish this without going way over time. Romans chapter 13 and verse uh, 10. I need you to get this. Listen, listen what it says. Romans chapter 13, verse number 10. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. It says love worketh no ill. You can't say you love me and you're trying to kill me at the same time. You can't say you love me and you're trying to destroy me at the same time. You, you can't say you love me and, and you going after me and trying to sabotage me. You, you can't say that. Uh, me and Copas were looking at this show. Uh, first time I've watched it, I've seen it advertised called Snake in the Grass. And they have four people on there. And one of them is the snake in the grass. And they give clues on who may be the snake and the person's job, that's a snake in the grass, is to sabotage. Well, the others won't get money because the, the prize is $100,000. And if three guess who the snake in the grass are, they divide $100,000. But if the snake in the grass, uh, if they can't guess who the snake in the grass is, then the snake in the grass gets the whole $100,000. And, you know, you, you got to understand, you, you can't have love. Love worketh no ill. The love of God in us work of no ill. We can't be trying to destroy one another. And you can't be trying to kill me and say you love me. That's why I say we, we talk about the sexual stuff. We don't talk about stuff that you on your way to church, you were you were speaking ill of me or whoever you were speaking ill of in a derogatory way. And then got to church and saw him and hugged him and I love you so much. He said, no, love works no ill. Love wants the best. Are you following me? Love wants the best. So love worketh no ill. So we, we need to really work on work on ourselves. Because love don't love don't do that. Love don't go behind my back and try to destroy me. Love don't go behind my back and try to kill me. That's not how love works. You know. I've seen people do that, and uh, I, you know, I, I, the more and more I get, and, and the older I get, I try my best to follow the book, uh, the Bible, as much as I can, and and try my best to 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 make things correct and not do things that's out of order. I, I try my best to do that. I, I try my best to work on that because I think it's important. Uh, you know, time is winding up. We need to be able to do things right, and so I, I don't try to work ill. There's some things. I could say about people, I won't, I don't even say it because it's not important. I don't, I don't have that thing. Well, I'm going to, I'm trying to work ill or, or kill you or, or, 
or, or dismantle you. Sometimes I've had people, watch this, I've had members that have been members of my church and they left for whatever reason, uh, good or bad. And and for some reason, I don't know why they, they figured this, but then they looking for a job and, and, and they put me down as a reference. And the people would call and they'll ask, uh, well, you know, uh, how how are they and what kind of person are they? And uh, I would speak well of them. I wasn't trying to keep them from getting the job or keep them from getting the thing. I wanted them to get the job. I, you know, and if the person wanted to find out who they were, if, if they did crazy stuff when they get to the job, then they'll find out. But you got to learn not to speak ill and, and try to destroy people behind their back and then come kissing on the cheek. We can't do that. Amen, somebody. All right. Let me, Proverbs 17, 17. No, notice what it says. A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A friend loveth at all times. When I was coming up in first in ministry, I used to hear uh, Pastor Kenneth Bacon from Dallas, Texas. He would preach about God's love and the love of God. And there's a statement that he made that always stuck in my mind. And that statement was, he read this scripture, he said, a friend loveth at all times. A friend that's got love for you. A friend loveth at all times. A friend can know everything there is to know about you and still love you. They know your good parts, your bad parts. They know your habits. They know your ups and your downs. But a friend loveth at all times. A friend loveth at all times. Do you hear what I said? A friend loveth at all times. A friend just don't, you know, oh, love you when everything's good. A friend loves you when you have hit rock bottom. A friend that loveth at all times will come pull you out the bar. A friend that loveth at all times will come pull you out the crack house. We're talking about the love of God tonight. A friend that loveth at all times will come to your house and you ain't got no furniture and you sitting on those little cushion pillars and they'll sit on, on the cushion pillar with you and won't leave your house and go talk about you. Child, I went over their house. They ain't got nothing. They won't do it because they know that may be where you are now, but they know that's not where you're going to end up. A friend love it at all times. That's why sometimes some people be like, that, that's, that's my friend. Some of these folk ain't our friends, and you need to know that. Mm -mm. Some, some people are not your friend. They're they not at all your friends. Because a friend loves at all times. A friend just don't love me when I'm, when I'm on the mountain. A friend loves me when I'm down and broke. And I'm not talking about just money, but broken spirit. Broke. Well, I just, a friend will knock on my door and do a wellness check. A friend will come to my rescue. Lord, I can't get nobody to help me. I'm talking about a friend, a real friend will come through for you. 
A real friend will defend you and take up for you and won't let nobody bother you while you're in a vulnerable state. He says a friend loveth at what? All times. And I need us to get this tonight. I need us to recognize that some of us need to know when we talk about the love of God that he says a friend loveth at all times. Some of us got that friendship that we're only friends with people when they're doing stuff for us. Anybody can be friends and love people when they put money in your hand. But can you love the person that don't have a dime to put in your hand? Can you love the person that can't buy you nothing? Can you love the person that don't have anything to give? And, and you got to understand, just because they don't have anything to do right, give right now, don't mean they'll be there in that place all the time. So you've got to deal with that. We, we, we'll do part two next week. What about that? Uh, let them know that we're going to be talking about this next week. We're going to do part two on this because I think we've got to deal with this love thing. And we've got to uh, deal with it because a lot of times we... We, we don't, the world, we, we, you know, we think we're drawing the world and sometimes we're pushing them further away. And I just believe it's just me. I believe the further we push people away, that blood's going to be on our hands at the end. I do believe that. Let me give you this, this testimony that something that happened years ago and I'll be through. I was in revival in, um, Los Angeles, California. I was in revival at uh, Academy Cathedral, uh, Pastor Dahl Hart's church, late Pastor Dahl Hart. And I was there for a week in revival. And um, next to the, the hotel where I stayed, there was a Shoney's Big Boy that was next door. And so I went to eat, I get a bite to eat before service. When I went to get a bite to eat, there was a young lady that was serving me. So I started witnessing to her as she was serving me. And um, I asked her what church she go to. She said, I don't go to church. And she started explaining why she didn't go to church anymore. Da, 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 da. And so I said, okay. And so I saw a witness into, I said, I'm in revival. Yeah, I would love for you to come to the revival. And uh, she said, well, I don't have a way. I get off in a little bit, but I don't have a way to, uh, a way I'll go home and stuff. I said, I'll tell you what, give me your address. And they'll pick me up. And I told her the time they'll pick me up. I said, and we'll have, um, we'll come pick you up for tourists. Now, I didn't know where she stayed at. But when we start driving, it was a little ways. It was about maybe 15 or 20 minutes out from church. But we went and picked her up. She got dressed, came to church. And that night I was preaching and ministering and, and everything. And the Lord that night saved that young lady. I mean, she broke down in tears. She was crying. And she was like, thank God, thank the Lord. She got saved. Now, what if I'd have been mean to her sitting at the table and acting all whatever? What if, what if I'd have been giving her a hard way to go? What if I'd have did that? But because of the love of God, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. She got, she got saved. I remember I had a friend named Walter. He's one of my best friends in school. 
in elementary school. And we hung together and did all kind of crazy stuff together. We got in trouble together. And uh, he's, he's, his mother worked at the school and he stayed up the street. And so once I got saved, you know, I started witnessing to people. So I was witnessing to Walter. And in the midst of witnessing uh, to Walter, I asked, I came in and, and, and we had got out of school, but I went up to see him and I said, man, I've been, I've been uh, looking for you. And he was on drugs and stuff. I said, I've been looking for you. And I said, I was just, um, you know, I want you to come to church with me. Now, I wasn't pastor and I was at my, my brother-in-law's church. I said, I want you to come to church with me. And he said, well, I ain't got nothing to wear. I said, oh, man, don't worry about it. Put some blue jeans on and a T-shirt. And I need you to come on, go to church with me. And Walter came to church with me. His mother, she was a little short lady. His mother, during that time, we had these doors we had now. We had those old screen doors. You know how screen doors where you could. And his mother came out with tears in her eyes crying. And I was like, you know, trying to figure out what, <laughs> what was wrong and why she was crying. I, I didn't know why, why the lady was crying. And this is what she said to me. She said, I have never heard anybody come and do what you just did and be concerned about him like that and invite him to church and not only invite him to church, but tell him that he could come with blue jeans and a T-shirt. And she just hugged me and was crying and boohooing. You know, we got to understand some of the tactics we use are not good. He that winneth souls is wise. We, we don't display God's love the way we should. And some of the tactics we use are not good. They're not even good for people in church. And I know they're not good for folk out of church. We'll deal with that next week. The other part I, I want to say, we'll, we'll deal with that. Because some of us, some of us, uh, <laughs> Pastor, he was witnessing to me on our date. <laughs> I quoted scriptures. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't even remember that, but I probably was. <laughs> so when we start thinking about that, we, we have to do that. Uh, next week, I'm going to talk about it a little bit. We got love for... We sometimes we, we display more love for folk coming in that we don't know than we display for people that's already in that we do know. And I'll hit on that next week. Thank you, everyone, for joining today's podcast with Dennis L. Martin Sr. If you would like to donate to the podcast with the Cash App, the dollar sign DLMSR. Have an awesome day.